Welcome to another exciting episode of Home Sweet Home. My name is Rod McCall. Hey, everybody. I'm Bryce Frungi. <sighs> you know I love technology. Yes. Me but, too. Except for when it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you and I, we, you know, I gotta say, well, we had a hiccup. We did. And your laptop kind of had a mind of its own. It decided it didn't want to work. <laughs> So literally did decided it didn't want to cooperate. Cooperate. So so we're gonna redo. Uh, we're so we're redoing this episode because the original brought taping did not uh, kind of got lost in the uh, digital world. Yeah. So I um, came in one morning and I wanted to um, load it up. And I couldn't get the computer on. It said something like imminent failure. I'm like, oh, oh boy. Oh, no. Because I have like pictures and videos of the kids and, you know, a lot of files. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know when the last time I backed everything up. <laughs> so shout out to Geek Squad. They're not a sponsor yet. Um, but I took it in and they were able to um, get it up and running. Of course, I had to pay an arm and a leg. But it was less than actually buying a new laptop, because this thing isn't very old. No, less than buying a tank of gas. <sighs> oh my gosh! Did it cost me like a hundred and forty bucks? Oh, I know. It's it ridiculous. Is. Well, I will say that uh, your experience motivated me, and I went out and bought me a new laptop too. Nice. I saw that. So Yahoo. Uh, it booted up in about a minute to 45 seconds to a minute versus 25 to 30. Minutes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, minutes. So Rod comes over to the studio and I say, yep, I'll be up there in about 30 minutes uh, while your computer gets ready. Yeah, it had to warm up. Uh, those little <laughs> squirrels, it takes them a while to uh, do their thing. Oh. So I'm glad they... Uh... But anyway, so we're going to... So let's redo this. Maybe we'll do it better the second time. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So when you, your divorce, was it a total surprise to you? You went from Yahoo, things are super duper great to suddenly, oh my gosh, you're filing for divorce. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say, oh yeah, super duper great to, whoa, blindsided. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, it was <sighs> put me on the spot, Rod. Well, that's that, that's what we do. Damn you! Um, yeah, <laughs> it was it was fine, and then yeah, you could tell. I mean, I knew it was. I don't. Know, I didn't think it was declining. I just think it was. In a rough patch, in a in a rough patch, and just kind of like a stagnant state, if you will. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, yeah. Back then, I would say, well, I was blindsided, but you know, if I were to sit here and tell you in, in reflection, I would say, well, there was probably a lot of signs actually. I was, I, I'm the same way, and you know, we, I ran across this article. Okay. Actually, it was from it was a tweet. And that was on from Psychology Today, mm. and and I, I read a lot of their stuff. Some of it I agree with, some of it I don't. But this one I saw, and it was talking about six signs of deteriorating relationship. And I, I it really made me think. 
okay, my divorce was, it wasn't a total surprise, but I knew things that were bad and had been bad. Mm. And, you know, with all the, with all my years working with the divorce group and everybody coming in and they too were saying, Oh, I got blindsided. I got blindsided. Well, once you start digging into it, it became very clear to me that there really are few surprises Hmm. that relationships, whether you're just dating or, you know, work relationships or, and, you know, marriages, stuff like that. Yeah. There are plenty of ways to tell that things may not be all sunshine and daffodils. Mm-hmm. And so when I read through this, I thought, oh, my. This is kind of interesting and kind of fits with my years of experience dealing with divorce and relationship breakups. Right. So I was thinking maybe this would be something we could talk about today. Okay. So, sign number one. Tell me if this rings true for you, but the first one is emotional detachment. Mm. Basically, when you feel less close, less love to that person than you did originally. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Emotional detachment. Okay, because I, I was, that is the one when I, like you, uh, after the divorce began, began to question well, what happened. Mm-hmm. And I do recall that there was a decline of emotional detachment. I yeah. got very frustrated. I got very angry a lot of times at things that were going on or things that weren't happening. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, you'd say, oh, love you. But... It was more hollow. Right. You didn't really mean it. It was just kind of out of... Uh, habit. Habit, yeah. So, I don't know. Like I say, I thought that was kind of... I thought that was a good way to start this out. You know, so six signs. First one, emotional attachment. You right. just don't feel that warm, fuzzy feeling. You, you know, you see them. I mean, when you first are in that, especially romantic relationships, you know, your heart jumps a beat. Right. Because, ooh, they're there. You're excited. Yahoo. All right. But if you get oh, to that point where... Again? Shit. I got to go home. <laughs> God, I don't want to go home. You know. Right. I, I just, I don't want to deal with your crap. Yeah. Um, not so, a not a good place to be. Uh, if, you, if you're having those thoughts or you're, you're, you're making those comments, then that's a good sign that... Yeah. Red flag. Red flag. (laughs) All right. So, second one. Negative, spontaneous reactions. Okay. Gut reactions uh, can usually reveal, they say, how a partner really feels. Okay. Um, You know, you think, okay, I would uh, occasionally bring, you know, I'd stop by the uh, floral department or, you know, pick up a bouquet of flowers. Thinking, oh, this will be a pleasant surprise, you know. I'll, you know, build, get some brownie points here, and I bring up. What'd you waste money on flyers for? I don't like flyers. You know, I don't like flyers. Jeez, oh, that was stupid. And you're going, no, wait a minute. Here, I think I'm doing something good, right? But that response I got, the immediate response was negative. Mm-hmm. 
And, yeah. And so I don't know. Do you have any? It wasn't received well. You 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 saw that whole thing going a lot differently. Yeah. And then it, the yeah, and then you feel shattered because you're like, I'm just trying to, you know, gift you with something, you know, demonstrate my love through a gift, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, Rod, it's it's been so long, and I. I just honestly don't even think about those things. So when you pose those questions, I have to like dig deep. Like I'm sure it's happened. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it has. Cause I, yeah. Can I pinpoint it? Um, I'd have to really think about it. Well, I mean, even, even when you're working with somebody, yeah. um, you know, I, I've 20 years of teaching, I've got a lot of crap that I've acquired. Mm-hmm. And so if you, you have a new teacher, whether new to your campus mm-hmm. or new to teaching, or maybe they're teaching a subject they haven't really taught before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go up and you say, hey, I got some stuff for you. Or, hey, would you, you know, here, I thought I'd, you know, I'd share this with you. You can put, you know, decoration to hang in your room. Here's, you know, some material I've used in the past when mm-hmm. I taught this. If they accept, you know, how they respond to that. Yeah. You know, well, thanks. Yeah, whatever. Just put it over there. I'll get right. it later. Well, that to me is kind of like that spontaneous reaction mm-hmm. of, okay, I'm trying to do something nice for you. I thought I was doing something nice for you. I'm sorry you came across that, you know, I'm bugging the crap, you know, that irritating <laughs> right. you. But I don't know. Um, it just, there's a lot of things, mm-hmm. but that, that instantaneous reaction. Yeah. You do, you know, their gut, re- the first gut reaction, mm-hmm. can give you a lot of indications. Right. Now, sometimes I'm in a mood. My mind is somewhere else. I am invested in something. You come in, and you're interrupt. You've disrupted me, mm-hmm. and I react negatively. Yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't you, and it wasn't what you were trying to do. It was I was. I was distracted and focused on something totally else, and I, I wasn't in, you know. And so a lot of time when I, when that has happened, I try to go up to that person later and I go, "Look, I am sorry. What you did was nice. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the kindness, the generosity. That that was a really nice offer. I appreciate it, and I will use it. I will, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it might be. Right. And let them know, hey, look. I was, my mind was somewhere else. Right. So it's to, to explain that, look, it's not a friendship thing. It's not a California wave kind of thing. <laughs> you know, the one fingered salute. Yeah. It's just my way of saying, I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah. Um, it's not you. It's in this case, it really is me. It's not you. It's me. I mean, sometimes when people say that, I'm going, yeah, you're full of crap. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, yeah. that uh, spontaneous well, gut reaction. Well, and I think at a couple things here. One, and maybe this falls on the side of how not to put yourself in that position by knowing, you know, your spouse's love languages. And we did an episode of this many oh, moons yeah. ago. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty strategic when I get things for Suzanne. And what I like about this situation our, our our scenario is that she doesn't want me to get her much so that's good no uh-huh. she's i don't want to say 
I would never say she's um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. I don't know what you're looking for. She's not spoiled by any means. That's not the right word. In particular, maybe she doesn't like a lot of things. Gift uh, the uh, gifting is not her her love language, but there are certain things that she she enjoys. She enjoys flowers. Yeah, but what she doesn't want me to do is go spend. Like she's the wife that would prefer you go to the discount aisle and buy the discount flowers. Uh huh. You know, and maybe that's coming from a place of don't go waste money on flowers because they're going to die the next day or just, sure. you know, it's the thought anyways. And, right. I, and I appreciate the flowers in the house. So knowing that I'll just, you know, if I go, we go to the store all the time. We feel like I'm going to the store to get a gallon of milk every day for mm-hmm. the kids, but I'll, I'll grab a, I'll get, I'll grab a, a you know, a bouquet of flowers, you mm-hmm. know, they're, you know, eight, eight, nine bucks or something. Right. Yeah. And she really enjoys that. I have, I may have tried to purchase her something. Now, Suzanne, I may have tried to purchase her something in the in the past, only to learn like I'm never going to do that again. Mm-hmm. Not that she hurt my feelings. It, it you just come to realization like she doesn't enjoy gifts like you enjoy giving them. Mm, yeah, because okay. on the receiving end, it's different. She uh-huh. may she may not like that. So I heard this a long time ago, like. Hey, I'd I'd rather people instead of just giving me random crap that I'm going to throw out, just give me money. You okay. know, <laughs> so, hey, you know what? Just give me money, Rod. Just give me money. No, so you know what I mean. Like, uh, I may receive a pair of, and this may sound, I don't know, ungrateful. That's not what I'm trying to come across. Like, it's just about knowing who you're in relationship with, knowing each other's love languages, mm-hmm. and that's just not your spouse. Right, your kids, sure. or or you and I, um, like I'm not going to go buy you flowers. Yeah, I really don't get right? excited about flowers. Um, but you know what I'm saying, and so I think it just comes to intentionality. But I have, I don't know. I'm not going to say my feelings were hurt. Just like, okay, I got it. Like, because now mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to do that next time. Mm-hmm. But I know in previous, it there were things that were. Received poorly. Well, and it doesn't even have to be a gift. It could just be, hey, what do you say about going to the movie this week? I don't like going to the movies. Oh, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. You know, little, you know, just little things. Again, it's that that immediate reaction. And if the immediate reaction is frequently negative, well, then maybe, again, red flag that there's some issues going on with your relationship. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. All right. You ready for number three? Yeah, I might have taken us off a different path. Sorry, (laughs) my bad. No, no, that's fine. Uh, Number three says less supportive reactions to good news. Uh, Not just less enthusiasm, but maybe even some anger. So you get a promotion at work. Mm. And suddenly now their response is negative. Um, Okay. Yay. Good for you. Yahoo. Or to the other side, well, does that mean you're going to be away from from the house even more? Does that mean I got to do more of the cooking and mm-hmm. more of the cleaning and more and more and more? <laughs> you know, how's that going to negatively impact me, your success? Right. Let's well, kind of, whoa, back the train up. Uh, you, you're, I'm happy when good things come for you. You know, you get good news, you know. Right. Um, shouldn't that be reciprocated? Yeah. You would like to think so. Yeah. 
Uh, and so that's, I, I thought, you know, again, it's, it's really interesting when I, as I'm reading through these again and again, and I think back to, you know, marriage number one, mm-hmm. I, it really kind of allows me to, wow, I know that happened. And there were many times where things would happen. Good news, you know, mm-hmm. something, no big deal, but it was kind of something nice at work. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay. Like when I got uh, chosen to move away from all inclusion classes to teaching AP, uh, AP history class, for me, that was exciting news. Yeah. And her response was, so? Mm. Okay. Well, that just means more work because you're going to have to grade more papers. And I'm going... This is super negative. It was. You know, here I'm thinking, you know, it's not a financial promotion, mm-hmm. but it was an opportunity for me to stretch what I can do. Yeah. And work with a different group of kids. And I was really excited about it. And her response was, okay, so. Yeah. Just and took the took the, the, uh, the wind out of your sails. Exactly. Zapped, zapped your energy and excitement for for that. And so was that like a, was that a pretty consistent thing? I, the last several years we were together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, at first it wasn't. In fact, at the very beginning, it was always, you know, yay. Mm-hmm. And we would support each other, uh, in both the good and the bad. Yeah. And as we, you know, moved here and, you know, shortly after Eric was born, it really started to turn. Mm. And it, when you're in the middle of stuff, it's hard, I think, to process what's going on to you. Right. You go, well, this is this just doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. But you can't really, I don't know. And for me, I was reluctant to explore a whole lot because I was afraid of what I would find. Mm. I was afraid of pushing too hard. Yeah. Now I realize I probably should have. And so, and and recognizing the red flags, like, you know, like this list, and be able to, I don't know, maybe if I had been better, more aware, I might have responded and reacted Mm -hmm. differently, which might have generated a different outcome. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean, we probably were headed straight to divorce court, you know, long before, but... I don't know. I I guess that's why when I ran across this list, I was very intrigued by it. And I thought, well, it might be some interesting and worthwhile to talk about. Because how many other people were you know, have experienced what I experienced? You know, you, you don't think about this until it's all over. Right. Well, maybe if you can recognize things in your own relationship, <laughs> why, but, you know, before they disintegrate, maybe you can... Mm-hmm. and keep them from not disintegrating. Well, and you said something, you know, just like critical right there. Did you recognize? So I think a lot of people end up going, you know, to, oh, it's so wonderful. And then they end up, you know, down the timeline here. Like, how did we end up here in this miserable state? Mm-hmm. And it's because that key word that you didn't recognize those things. You didn't, you weren't identifying, identifying the signs that were there. You can't, you can't say that there weren't any signs 
there are definitely signs there. Flat, call them red flags or whatever yeah. you want. You know, uh, you, we hear it all the time. Oh, I tried to tell you, you just weren't listening. Yeah, which is often the case, and yeah. so you know, I think a lot of people and they struggle with well, everything was so good, and then we ended up in here. Well, yeah. what was going on between all that? Were you paying attention? Were you being an, an intentional listener? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that's that's definitely key. Always being mindful and paying attention. And it's, I think it's that's hard. I think it's yeah. hard. I know it's hard for me. Um, I think it's hard for. It makes me think it might be hard for a lot of people. Oh my gosh! Well, first of all, yeah. yeah. Then, do you have a job? Yeah. Okay. You have hobbies that you're into. I've got a job. I've got kids. I've got little kids. Uh, little kids. I've we, we've got our podcast. I am a motivational speaker. I'm an author. You're an mm-hmm. author. I just started a new role. Mm-hmm. You know, fill in the blank. It could keep going, and those mm-hmm. are all things that sometimes drive a wedge. Not that they're bad. You know, that what we're doing isn't bad, but. Does that come to, a, you know, that comes to a place of priority? What's, well, what, what are you prioritizing? Thank you. It, it's, it's relationships. Yeah. And if you have a relationship in crisis, do you recognize you're in crisis? Mm-hmm. Because if you're sick, you know what you, you know, there's things you do to get feeling better. Yeah. Well, if your relationship is sick, do you recognize that your relationship is sick? Do you recognize the warnings? Do you take time? Mm-hmm. And that's what I saw this. The, these six ideas or these six items as kind of diagnostic uh, items for your relationship's health. Mm-hmm. So the fourth thing they came up with is fewer positive nonverbal behaviors. Nonverbals that they say could be, you know, a hug, a smile, mm. you know, you know, just a, less, less of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything that makes you, you know, again, the, the nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reminded what it, uh, in the movie Hitch, he, he's going <laughs> on and on about uh, different things. And he says, about 90% of our communication is nonverbal. Mm. And so, yeah, a look. You know, moms, uh, my mother, your mother, can communicate a ton with just a look. <laughs> and whether it is happiness or displeasure of what you're doing. Um, but that also goes for, again, anything else. Um, you know, a sneer. Um, again, you don't have to say anything, right. but your body language can communicate yeah. so much. So if you're in a relationship and you're not getting the positive nonverbals, mm-hmm. you know, holding hands. You know, I, I would try and hold uh, Eric's mom's hand and a lot of times she just pull her hand away. Mm. I'm going, well, aren't you just not so happy today? <laughs> um, and it, 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 I never processed all the things that we were going through together. Mm. I processed each one individually. And because I don't think I linked them all together, I was as clear on what was happening. Mm-hmm. And again, part of it, I think it was my denial. I didn't want to admit that things were going down. There was a problem. And so, but again, the benefit of hindsight, you can look back and you can go, Oh, 
So, again, I mean, holding hands as a romantic couple, I think is, for me, that was, that's what my parents always did. Yeah. And whenever, you you know, wherever, even in the car, uh, they would hold hands. And I've always taken that as a sign of appreciation. Yeah. And so, but again, it, like I said, just a smile, you know, a wink. Yeah, and I, you know... <sighs> Yeah, and you're absolutely right. We've talked about body language and how that speaks volumes, and and it's. I think a lot of people don't pick up on those things as well. Mm-hmm. In general, mm-hmm. I mean, I th- you, you you just go to some social settings or environment, whatever, and and you could tell, you know, people just don't sometimes have a clue. Yeah. Right. I and mean, I don't know that I'm totally Sheldon Cooper, but I think there's times where I've, you know, kind of. <laughs> been oblivious and i just barge right in and start you yeah. you've done wow no hard to believe <laughs> that is it? very hard to believe oh but you know yeah I, I i know you know what i mean so i shouldn't say you know what i mean you know you know what i mean uh so that's that's important you you pay attention to those those body cues nonverbal cues um mm-hmm. yeah because, like you said, if uh, you're not getting the, the pats on the behind, or mm-hmm. you're not getting, you know, whatever, yeah, then you may start to question self doubt. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it's each one of these individually by themselves are not that big, but mm-hmm. when compiled together, I think they do provide an interesting overview. Yeah, of the of the relationship and its indication for longevity. Mm. All yeah. right, number five. Number five. A lack of self disclosure, meaning you're mm. you're not opening up about how you feel. You're not opening up um, on your thoughts, your feelings, your opinions, and. I mean, it can be, you know, you you don't, you ain't saying much about, well, how's your day at work? Oh, okay. It was fine. Yeah. Whatever. And yet, it, I mean, there are so many things that we do during a day. And being able to have a decompression time, not just for yourself, but being able to talk to somebody. And if that romantic partner is that person even at, even at school? Mm-hmm. Um, especially the last month or so, six weeks of school. Um, my classroom became the self disclosure. <laughs> uh, I mean, there'd be five, six, seven of us in there. Sometimes, um, you know, might be an AP that would pop in and you know uh, share a few lesser known pieces of information and. But it was, you're, you're, you're kind of, gosh, this is, you know, this happened to me. Or I, you know, I'm having this frustration or that frustration or, you know, these kinds of mm-hmm. things. Well, that's that's a sign of bonding. That's a sign that you get along with those people. Right. Be- They're comfortable enough to come to you and they trust in you. and Well, and to trust <laughs> in each other. And we're able to express, you know, that frustration 
And so when you aren't having that at work, when you're not having that with your friends, when you're not having that with your romantic partner, well, then maybe things aren't so good. Self-disclosure is you're opening up, you're exposing yourself. Mm -hmm. Not like walking around with a raincoat, but with, you know, your soul. You're, you're exposing your soul. Mm-hmm. You're opening your character to critique right. uh, possible criticism. Yeah. And so it's it, it, that's tough. But mm-hmm. the, you're right. There has to be a level of trust and a certain amount of respect. Yeah, someone's if, especially if someone's going to come to you and open up and, and put themselves in a vulnerable situation or, you know, conversation, then they have a level of respect and trust with you, <clears throat> which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was kind of fun as the year went on, um, how that all kind of yeah. just manifested. So. Speaking of, I, uh, I got wind not long ago of a, a couple, uh, of recent departures at your school. Oh Yeah. Yeah, one uh, got one today. Another one. Oh, really? So we're pushing seventy departures. Wow! Um, and I'm told that that's very. Con- it, it's happening everywhere. A lot of a lot of teachers. Yeah. You know, I, you can read the news articles, but to see it happening, mm. um, it's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Uh, kind of going back to. Your, your one uh, number four, right? Oh, your non-positive yeah. verbal behaviors. Uh, there was a point towards the end of last school year that I was a little bit like that, and not not that there was necessarily not anything you know toxic with our relationship with Suzanne and I. You know, she she's we're we're both coming off of a, a rough three years. You know, more more so for her. And then, you know, she's still so busy with her with her dad. And she just started a new role on Monday. And then a, a new mom. Mm-hmm. And so, you kind of were just spinning our wheels. Just, just head above the water, mm-hmm. really. And I was so exhausted, stressed out. And I almost just kind of shut down. Where those conversations, like, how was your day? And it was like, hey, it was fine. Yeah. And I, I do think, not, not necessarily because there's anything bad. I mean, we just, it, it's been rough external things that have been going on. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I knew that that couldn't be a constant thing. Like I had to snap out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, which I'm glad that both of us, like I, I've, I don't know if you you listened to the last episode or when whenever I released that information that I switched over to yeah. a new role, um, which is which has been awesome so far, um, for both of us starting new jobs. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, a, yeah. it's a new season for us both, um, which is good. We have new things to talk about and discuss sure. and and whatnot. You it's know, some of the things are still exciting. there. Obviously, yeah, it's fun and exciting and. Um, but yeah, there was a, there, we went through a little spell where it was like, eh, it was fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I gotcha. Well, and that brings us to the last one because that kind of ties right in and it's called a deteriorating illusions. 
and you're 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 holding fewer realistic ideas or expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know your idea of how great that other person is. You're going instead of holding them up, it's mm-hmm. almost the opposite, and you're you're seeing only the negatives. And I gotta say. Um, there at the end, I couldn't see the good things about Eric's mom. Uh, I, I really, I was very, well, I was vocal to other people. I wasn't vocal to her. Uh, but I was, you know, of, I, I didn't, I had, I, yes, I didn't, I, I didn't hold her in much esteem. Got it. Let alone high esteem. Yeah. And so you spoke poorly of her. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. You know, and it's one of those things that when you start doing stuff like that, well, then it really can escalate. Mm. And next thing you know, you're saying those things out loud to that person Mm. and not in a constructive, helpful, hey, let's talk about it kind of way, but in a negative, spiteful, hurtful, hateful way. Right. And so all these, to me, when I read this, I, when you are first with, especially a romantic partner, you you hold them in high esteem and -hmm. there's a lot of things you admire about them. And when I read this, this is when you're going, well, they just suck. Yeah. And there's very little positive about them. Yeah. And so it's kind of. I, I'm lucky that, lucky, glad, blessed, um, that, we're, you know, right now with Sherry, here we are. Um, we just celebrated six years of marriage. Um, but it's still very honeymoonish. Mm, gotcha. Um, where, you know, there's still a lot of respect. And high regards, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. I, I I don't. None of these are are ringing true. Yeah, which is for me. That's a great thing. That's an awesome thing. So it's yeah. I don't know because I've been with the new new job or the new business I'm trying to start mm-hmm. with. You know. High conflict divorces. I've been spending a lot of time the last few weeks, well, since school's been out, of going to the courthouse. Yeah. And peddling my business to divorce lawyers and the divorce court judges and all that. And so I'm sitting in courtrooms and I'm listening to these failed marriages, one right after the other. Mm. And I just keep thinking, how sad. Um, I mean, I, I, I was one today, the couple divorced in 2016, Wow! but they're back in court and they're arguing over custody. <sighs> and I had another one that they got, they were married less than 18 months and I felt really bad. I'm thinking, you know, you, here you are, you're absolutely in love to get married. Mm-hmm. And 18 months later, you're filing for divorce. Wow. And it's kind of like, I just really feel sad for those folks. Sure. Having been done both the highs of marriage 
and the lows of divorce. Mm-hmm. And so it really, you know, fit when I, again, was seeing this stuff, this list of six items. Yeah. If you know that maybe your relationship is in trouble, you can head it off at the pass. If you think this is a relationship, a friendship, mm. we're saving, then if you can see the red flags before they become, you know, blaring issues, mm-hmm. then maybe you can save yourself a lot of heartache and a lot of emotional pain. Right. Well, and one thing I'd, I'd like to add is that, you know, uh, if, if, if you're going through, um, your relational issues, you're, 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 you're hitting on maybe three or four of the, whatever the list, you know, and you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm over it. Or you're pointing the finger. You just, I think what it's important is to realize that you've got four fingers pointing back at you. You need to really self-reflect because you own a piece of the pie too. Oh, absolutely. So you need to own up and and really dive deep to discover what you've done to contribute to some of this deterioration. Because it's not just the one person. You mm-hmm. you you are much a part of it as well. As my granddaddy always said, it takes two to fight. Yeah, and you can't sit back and say, "I didn't. I I was blindsided. I had nothing to do with it." I'm sure there is something there. Mm-hmm. You need to discover it, and then we end up. You know, going through a divorce and then um, no one, we've talked about this before. People jump right back into a relationship and then there they are again. Mm -hmm. Same boat. Identify the red flags. Mm -hmm. Okay. Own up to your part of it. You got to work, dig deep to work through these things because it is possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you just have to be intentional, uh, an intentional investor in your relationship. Yeah, you're you're a party to it. And, you know, with all those years with the divorce group, you you could tell when a person was really beginning to heal when they began to self-explore their role mm-hmm. in the dissolution of the relationship of the marriage. Because until you can accept that you were in, uh, a a party to it, your relationship isn't, you're going to continue to repeat. Yeah. And that's, well, what do they say? If you keep repeating the same thing and expecting a different outcome is the sign of stupidity or insanity. Insanity. Yeah. (laughs) And stupidity. Okay. I think they all, they fit together. (laughs) So I, I, again, for me, this really spoke loudly and so i appreciate you walking through this with me well thank you thank you for running the show today and and uh it is it's this is really good information again it's it's what we're trying to do help equip families marriages relationships Mm -hmm. to thrive and giving you nuggets of wisdom if you will or you know to help you identify these signs so that you can cut it off Uh uh-huh and and really not not cut the relationship off, right. cut the issue off. Really dive in and and figure things out because you entered into that relationship for a reason. There mm-hmm. was there was a legitimate reason, and you also have to realize there are legitimate things that are coming at you to try and destroy that relationship, if you mm-hmm. will. 
And so you just have to be mindful and you have to, I don't know, you, you, you have to be mindful. You have to be an intentional investor and you have to really look to, to discover those, those signs and don't just say, well, I didn't know it was happening. It was, it was. Sure. And sometimes you can be the person that's falling out of love. You can be that person that's recognizing that, you know, this relationship maybe isn't for me. Mm -hmm. And so as you go through this list, you can kind of go, okay. And you can have that conversation with that other person Mm -hmm. and say, hey, you know, I think it's okay for us. And here's why, and here's why, and here's why, and here's why. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's healthier for you and I to go opposite directions. Right. I mean, because it's relationships are tough. Yeah. They're a lot of work. They're a lot of compromise. Yeah. And if that relationship is something we're saving, then fight for it. Yeah. If that relationship is something that might not be healthy for you, Mm -hmm. well, then... It's time to go separate ways. And this might this might take us off into another uh, another episode, maybe I don't know. But like, so you say it's it's okay to um, you know go your own separate ways, which obviously in a lot of cases that's 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 okay. Um, would you say that when you find yourself in that place, it's okay to do that if you've exhausted all? ways of trying to save that relationship i and i think yes i mean but it's kind of hard to say because it's kind of a well as sherry's favorite words are it depends Mm -hmm. there's a lot of factors that go into play right how healthy is that relationship Mm -hmm. how committed are you to that relationship and how committed is the other person right yeah because if someone's checked out then they might be checked out uh eric's mother had checked out long before i did Mm. And, I mean, again, with the benefit of reflection and hindsight, so. Yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to ask. I mean, I think a lot of people throw in the towel too soon. I think so. But anyways. Well. I don't want to go uh, off. Yeah, we, well, well, we can potentially explore that. Maybe. Um, and, it, you know, some more of the impacts. You know, we haven't done divorce a divorce issue per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so we may explore that. Well, and, and with you being in the, the court system this <laughs> summer, um, I'm sure you'll have a lot more stories to tell. Uh, yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so, well then, uh, until next time, my friend. All right. See you later. Bye.